I had a lot of luck. I mean, I started with the little diode that I put on my uh, Shape Oco. Yeah. And it's it's very forgiving uh, at that point. Uh, uh, you, you learn a lot about uh, control because you're you're using light burn gerbil and 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 you, you you're forced to learn this stuff. But it's not so difficult that the average user can't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and you've got a lot of opportunity. There's a tremendous amount of diodes on the market right now that you can buy. You can 3D print your own mount, those kind of things. Uh, but Lightburn is just so easy to use and so user friendly on the front end that it, it made a lot of sense for me. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast if you're looking to grow or scale your laser business. Uh, we liked the episode so much last week where we brought people on to call in and share their opinions. So we're making it a thing. Uh, it's called Laser Source Zapped, and this is the first official episode of it. Hope you learned something today. I'd love to have you guys on to share your opinions. And with that said, I think that's all I've got. So let's get into the show. Mr. Manny. Looking into a 50 watt Rakus, do I even need a JPT? JPT? I think. Um, yeah, I mean, JPTs are, are cool, man. They give you that bigger frequency range, which is what you get from the JPT. So if surface marking rather than ablating is something that you're looking forward to being able to do, uh, you're going to have a much easier time doing that with something like a JPT source over something like a Rakus, which is better suited for ablating and removing material. I was thinking about this earlier. I was actually looking at the clips. I was making the clips earlier, and you brought up a point about the whole uh, the JPT versus the Rakus. Is the um, is that the were you talking about the distance and the uh, the frequency range or something like that? Right, it's the frequency range. Yeah. yeah. So the higher the higher the frequency, the lower the pulse power of each pulse because you're pulsing more often. So. Yep. By doing that, you're lowering the chance that you're actually going to be ablating the material. Uh, mm -hmm. And that is how we heat the surface of the metal for things like, you know, basic color marking on the uh, LP series JPT sources or like the Z mark or black marking or things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Not impossible to do with a rachis, but much easier mm -hmm. when you start to open up that frequency range. If you'd like to come on and tell us what you think the best first laser is for somebody to buy. Uh, we'd really love to hear that. So last week on last week's podcast, the episode was all about what we thought was the best laser engraver for a beginner. Um, and we'd really like to follow that up with some community input. We'd really like to hear from you guys on that. So, uh, you know, if you want to talk about that, if you want to talk about what your first laser was, uh, what you wish you might have done, or if you love the decisions you made and you wouldn't change anything, uh, mm -hmm. we'd love to bring you on so that we could talk about it. Yeah, I was actually looking at um, like doing some research and say, OK, uh, just Googled what's the best starter laser engraver. Right. right. And it brought up like the pecker. You know, and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And of course, all the best um, marketing, you get the best uh, SEO with the damn. Right. Uh, what the hell? Are, shit, I just lost the name of it. The uh, the Walmart one, you know? The Walmart one. Glowforge, I'm sorry. Oh, the Glowforge. Yeah, yeah sure, you, sure. You sure. can get those at Walmart damn near now. That's crazy. You, you actually buy them at Staples. Wow. Is it Staples? It's one of those, one of, uh, Michaels. I think it's one of the craft Michaels. stores. Like, sure. Michaels. Yeah, like right next to the cricket, right? Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we got some. We got Jimmy and Jim Call, Mr. Manny. We got May's in the house. Nice. What up, May? Hey, May. She'll be here soon. May Day. Ruben Perez and C Flood. Yeah, if you guys want to jump in, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, sign that form. Jump in here with us. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, viewer participation on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. It, it was a this is a hot, hot, hot topic for sure yeah. uh, about you know a potentially a recession, uh, what that means for us, what that means for our businesses, um, and it was really interesting to hear people's stories and opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we got like a huge range of people on there that that really had a lot to share. I thought yeah. this would be a, a great topic um, to to bring on for the show this week. So but yeah, we can keep answering questions while we wait. Okay, Eddie, ideas on the X tool D1. Uh, the D1 is overpriced. Um, damn thing doesn't even have limit switches. <laughs> and, uh, and they want like a thousand bucks for it or whatever. 800 900 000, i don't even know uh and you remember i was just i was just complaining about limit switches on yep. the last episode of the show and it doesn't even have it and it costs more than it costs more than twice what lasers that did like just little things like uh, uh, um the x tool d1 pro however which is the upgraded model um mm-hmm. looks very interesting and i do have one sitting on the shelf next to my mirror at the moment um I, I'm not going to be able to get into like unboxing and reviewing that until September, but it offers more of the features that I would expect up front with a premium level diode laser. So if you're looking at next tool D1, I would instead uh, look at the X tool D1 Pro without having opened the box. Uh, I haven't really gotten my hands into it. I've watched a couple of reviews online. Um, I, I would push you towards the Pro version because you're going to get more of those like basic features that you would just assume a premium laser uh, diode laser is going to have. Well, we have another question here about fibers on print on a glass, plain glass. Um, right now, you cannot legitimately mark on glass with a fiber laser. You can cheat it a little bit. So what mm-hmm. a lot of people will do is they'll get some metal like aluminum foil or if it's flat glass, like a sheet of steel, and they'll focus to the metal and then mark the metal and something about how the metal is marked by the laser like imprints upon the glass um super sketchy uh as far as consistency goes and the results that i've seen are mixed at best uh but you can try that back your glass with some sort of metal and then pretend you're marking the metal behind the glass and and it will mark on the glass so uh that's a that's a trick but as far as just like putting the glass under the fiber and marking with it, I, I don't think it's gonna. Um, I don't think it's gonna fly. Well, Jim here says he started a year and a half ago. First laser was the, I think it's a typo Archer, right? Oh, so, uh, the Archer Laser Master Two. Yeah. Yep. Fifteen watt, and then he purchased the Pro. Mm-hmm. Twenty. Five point five. Yep. What's that? I'm not sure. Uh, so the the twenty watts in, five point five watts out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, the uh, the long focus too. Interesting choice on that. Uh, but you know, the uh, the LaserMaster Two Pro, sick machine. I've had one in my shop for a really long time, and uh, never got around to reviewing it. And the LaserMaster Pro Three is already out, and I've got one of those in the mail that I'm going to have to take a closer look at. But um, yeah, it's a that's a great unit. That's a great starter unit, especially for someone who has like zero laser experience and they're not sure if they even want to do this uh, i definitely point you towards uh orchard we actually have links to those down in the description they're really really cool little machines 
And those are diodes? Those are diodes, yeah. Okay. So those, See, those think, would be like my little off-aero here, the tiny little thing with the Yeah, I think I need to get it. one of those. I need to get one of those diodes so I can Di them too. Diodes are great. They're important. Diodes are important in the in the laser ecosystem. Um, a lot of people just look at them as entry-level machines, and they kind of brush them off like they don't have a legitimate use. But out of fiber, CO2, and diode, diode lasers actually have the smallest dot size, um, which is really interesting. There's a lot of interesting ways that we can take advantage of that. Uh, the only laser that has a smaller dot size, a smaller theoretical dot size than the diode would be a UV. Um, and so what that means is if you have a crappy $400 diode laser that's for beginners, uh, you can actually get better detail out of those lasers uh, by mm. a significant amount. It's not a small difference. Um, it, it is significantly smaller. And that means that you can print smaller pixels, right? If, if you think about an image as a grid of pixels, uh, that's where this is really going to come in handy is when you're doing like photo work or really, really fine detail work. Yes, they're incredibly slow. Yes, they're inexpensive. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they're not important. Anybody interested in doing small, medium to like semi-large format photo engraving work, you should buy a diode and use that instead of a CO2. It takes... It takes a good bit longer, but man, the results are night and day. If you think you're getting good results with the CO2 uh, with your photos, you got to try a diode. You gotta well, try I'm a, a diode. I have to get a diode then. That's something I want to get into is the, yeah. the, uh, the if I'm, we're looking at doing the, the weddings, mm -hmm. you know, and, and as photographers, we'd like to offer that specialty to say, hey, you can have you a metal framed photo engraved. You know, right. that'd be something like a like the negative, like you did with the video with the uh Ultrasound, I think it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so what's the difference or limitations of an EasyCAD light board can't find info online? It's a question we get all the time, uh, and the answer is fairly straightforward. So essentially, the EasyCAD light board is identical to the full-size EasyCAD 2 board. The only real hardware difference, and there, there might be smaller, you know, nitty-gritty technical ones, don't at me, uh, but... The, the only real difference between the light board and the full-size EasyCAD 2 board is that the light board has one less extension axis or no extension axis at all. So there's two models of the light board, the A board and the B board. The EasyCAD A board has no rotary. There is no extension axis on that board. So you cannot use a rotary. You cannot use an XY table. You can't do anything that requires an extension axis, some kind of extra dimension, right? Uh, the B board has one extension axis. So if you get the EasyCAD Lite B board, you get one extension axis. That means you're using rotary. Uh, you could theoretically use it for a Z axis, I suppose, uh, but you're not doing it, again, any XY tables. If you want something like an XY table or something that requires two rotary axes or more uh, at once, or not even at more, just two. If you need something that requires two, then you need the full-size EasyCAD 2 board. The full-size EasyCAD 2 board gives you two extension axes. If you somehow need more than two ex extension axes at once, then you need to look at EasyCAD 3 boards, which support up to four. Um, so that that's the main difference between them. There are a couple smaller EasyCAD software differences, uh, but they are irrelevant if you're using Lightburn because Lightburn, uh, Lightburn sidesteps those limitations. So, Dan, that's a question. When it comes to fiber lasers, what's the difference between the BSL and JCZ? 
Um, they're they're just different companies. Uh, they they manufacture different boards, and though the boards are very very similar in operation, they are not compatible with one another. They take different drivers, uh, and they they have small differences in the way that their files work within the file system of the software. So, um, BSL manufactures. In case you don't know. Um, uh, the CCAD boards, S-E-A-C-A-D, CCAD, instead mm-hmm. of EZ-CAD, which is by mm-hmm. JCZ, they're, they're virtually identical, uh, but they are not compatible with one another. The JCZ boards are far more prominent in the space uh, and in the communities, at least the ones that I'm part of. So if you want more support from your peers, I would recommend going with a JCZ board-based machine um, because there's going to be more people around you that have the same board and are able to help you. Mm. But for all intents and purposes, they're effectively the same. Ben says, this is why Lightburn needs to support scripting. Then you could control the XY table via another controller. Yeah, that would be awesome. (laughs) It would be really cool. At Jason. Yeah. Let's see. Smokery. Are there events where most lasers, in my case, a diode, are on sale? Something else than Black Friday? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just watch Orter's website, uh, specifically Orter, uh, Adam Stack. Their lasers uh, go on sale like clockwork uh, every couple of months. Um, mm. They're not like you're not getting half off, but you know you can save 50, 60, 70 bucks um, mm. for sure. We got Bow Designs. Oh, it's open host. That's awesome. Cool. There we go. Hey, what's up? Uh, what's going on? Um, I, I started out in the 3D printing world, so um, I, I got to tell you, if if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have started out with a laser instead. Um, oh, really? I, I, yeah, absolutely. I spent probably two and a half years trying to figure out, you know, just 3D printing and modeling. I'm, not that that wasn't good experience, but uh, it, it, it definitely... It gave, gave me more confidence to, to tinker around and, and model and make products. But right. if I had to do it all over again, I probably would would have started with a low-grade uh, laser. Well, I don't know if awesome. I would that makes me feel a lot less bad about the Mingda that's been sitting on the desk <laughs> at the shop for like two years. And it's like an inch <laughs> thick layer of dust on it. So now I feel slightly less guilty. So thanks for that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I bought a, K, a K40. I mean, obviously, uh, like I said, we were trying to make a business, bow designs, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. and make models and sell stuff because it's yeah. a niche market for 3D printing around here. And, uh, you know, I spent a couple of years doing that. And then I, I said to the wife, I said, it's, it's time to go and drop some cash and see if we can do something with a laser. So buddy of mine at work, we bought both K40s at the same time. And uh, I took mine a little bit further. I mean, I've we, we dropped about... I think a thousand bucks all said and done and yeah uh, this year we cleared almost 30k just just with the laser so on a k40 yeah have you so here's the thing so a lot of people when they're getting into laser they look at the k40 as a legitimate option and typically i try to turn people away from k40s because in my opinion they do require a little bit of elbow grease to kind of get them to where they're going to make you 30k right um was that your experience have you modded that machine to hell or have you barely needed to touch it what was that like for you well coming from a 3d printer world i mean i started with an a net which is again you know 200 dollars printer 
and it needed ton of mods. So I learned how to mod through through that. Right. So I felt more confident when I bought the K40 that if there was some type of tweaking, electrical problems, limit switch issues, yeah, uh, you know, things aren't square, gantry's not working. I I I felt fairly confident that I could do the upgrades myself. But luckily, I the I bought them on eBay and they came from somewhere on the west coast in the states and they the tubes were were intact the equipment was intact the gantry was was square uh within <laughs> within an hour i had everything plumbed and turned on and i was burning you know through plywood or that's, i think that's, it was a piece of two by four at that time right you so, know what man it's nice to hear a positive story about a k40 i'll take it <laughs> yeah i had two of them actually and they were both they were both ready to go out of the box um and I, like I said, I wasn't ready to drop, you know, five grand on a Glowforge and because sure. I didn't know if it was a viable business for us in our area. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know, you know, I had homemade built CNC. So I, I knew, you know, 2D vectoring and, and paths and G codes and stuff. So I wasn't new to the game in that case, but the laser was just like, it was simple. You know, you drop a yeah. file in and now you're cutting stuff. You just needed to learn your parameters, just like you do with the fibers and all other stuff. Jack in the shop is uh, feeling you here. He says, I started with an Ender 3D printer. I printed my first CNC router, then I got a K40. So uh, you guys are yeah. like kindred spirits on that. That's, <laughs> that's you know, I, I've been wanting to bring a K40 on for a long time just to I feel like we should have one, you know, like and because yeah. there's just so many of them out there. I just don't have the time. Uh, so maybe next year might be a next year project. I'd, I'd love to tinker with one uh, on the channel a little bit, but we're so busy with other stuff right now. I've been able to get to it. Um, thank you so much for coming on. It's awesome yeah, to no have problem. you. We've got Kelly and Michael waiting in the studio here, so we're going to keep it rolling. Uh, but yeah, hopefully sure. you come on for next week's uh, call in episode two. I don't even know what the topic is going to be yet, but I hope we see you then. You guys awesome. on Thanks, guys. <laughs> have a good one. See you, man. All right, later. Okay, we got Kelly in the house. Hey, guys. Kelly, what's up, man? Not too much. How about you guys? Just recording a podcast, you know, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Just hanging out. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So what do you, uh, so what do you think the best first laser is for beginners? You know, I'm going to jump ahead, uh, and, and I had a lot of luck. I mean, I started with the little diode that I put on my uh, Shape Oco. Yeah. And... It's, it's very forgiving uh, at that point. Uh, uh, you, you learn a lot about uh, control because you're, you're using light burn, gerbil, and, and, and you, you, you're forced to learn this stuff. But it's not so difficult that the average user can't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you've got a lot of opportunity. There's a tremendous amount of diodes on the market right now that you can buy. You can 3D print your own mount, those kind of things. Uh, but light burn is just so easy to use and so user friendly on the front end that it, it made a lot of sense for me. I graduated within a few months. I needed more power and I right. went right to OM Tech. They were seemed to be the the soup du jour at the time. And I'm mm -hmm. glad I did, you know, that it, yeah, they're a few thousand bucks, but as I mentioned last night or whenever we were on last time, it's, you, you know, you get what you pay for. You're, you're getting a couple thousand dollar laser, but the capabilities are phenomenal going yeah. from a little diode to, to, to an 80 watt uh, laser with a motorized deck. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, you need a little TLC, but it's one of those things that also teaches you. And if you right. get a good group around you, like this Discord group and 
and uh, and uh, uh, the academy and things like that, and you get a good support group around you, you can do pretty much anything. Yeah. And uh, and you're really kind of putting one or two toes in the water before you put a whole foot or both feet and jump up to something. You know, if you bought an American uh, rebuilt or an American made laser, you're spending a fortune. And it's yeah. a big risk as a new business owner. Kelly and I are looking at you, boys. That's me, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I, especially I love uh, that you brought up just the how how easy Lightburn makes it. And, you know, DSP is one thing, but Gerbil outside of Lightburn is a nightmare. It is like just the most horrific thing uh, that I, and I just don't know how people ever did it before Lightburn came along. Uh, Gerbil, Gerbil sucks. So I just being able to ha that opened the door, I think, to mm -hmm. these cheaper lasers, because you're not you're not getting a DSP controller on a four hundred dollar laser, right? You, you're right. just not. Uh, so that really, I think, Lightburn coming into the space and making Gerbil easy uh, for the end user is what really democratized diode lasers for for everybody on that. Mm -hmm. So you know, um, that's yeah, definitely hundred percent. I mean, I'm not an engineer. Uh, uh, I'm a tinkerer kind of guy, and I was able to to, to push my way through it. Uh, on the on the diode side and, and and the control side, and if I could do it, I think anybody could do it. You just have to have confidence in yourself and know that it's not rocket science. It's been done before. There are yeah. people out there that can help you. This group is so incredibly helpful, and uh, and and nobody's judged for asking questions. And uh, and once you get that confidence that you're not going to be judged, you can ask anything and you'll get ten responses back. That's something yep. special. Yeah. enabled me to hit the gas and grow a business uh, side hustle and now my wife is is running the business and i'm still doing what i'm doing so it's uh, we're blessed that we have a little bit of income to help make it happen but man you know and then and then due to this group i went to macron and and bought a bunch of lasers took a big risk mm -hmm. i'm not looking back man and it, and it, it has happened really fast but laser everything has given me the confidence to do that that's awesome that's dude awesome. i'm so glad to hear that um you know we Work really hard to, to help people out. So um, it's really great to hear that it's making a difference for some people. And uh, I, I know you're one of those people, man. You're, you're always coming through. I'm always seeing you popping by. You're in, out and about and around. So, uh, you know, I, it, it just it makes this uh, a lot more fun and worth doing um, when, when people are getting something out of it. So absolutely. I try to get back as much as now that I've learned a bunch and stubbed my toe. You know, I walk around with bloody toes, too. Yeah, uh, and and I'm sure going to share what I know. It's not everything, but I, a lot of these things I just went through a round of trying to level my gantry, my OM tech after moving it, you know, oh. a five minute drive. And I just about pulled every last hair out of my head. And but I pushed through it largely with help from people on board here just saying, yep, do it. Yeah, I, it just and, you know, you mentioned, too, that like once you once that fear of asking questions is gone. You can ask anything I, that opens so many doors for you, because when you don't feel like you can ask questions, I mean, one of the reasons I started the channel uh, was because I was trying to align my own tech. <laughs> I was trying to align my own tech, man. And uh, I snapped the first mirror off the bracket in the back of the machine. So I bought the beam mm. combiner kit because I figured whatever, I'm just going to you know do the beam combiner. And I took the first mirror that came with the beam combiner kit and super glued it into the chassis in the back of the machine in place yeah. on top of a couple of aluminum blocks. Like if I had somebody that I felt like I could ask questions to without being judged, I would not have super glued that mirror into the back of my machine. 
um, you know, I probably wouldn't have broken the first mirror to begin with. So, um, <laughs> you learn, you yeah. learn a lot. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, you learn a lot. And as long as you keep trying again, it's worth it. Yeah, hope and hope that you still got your vision. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. Oh, Kyle's on the road joining us. Hey, Kyle. Kyle is actually on his way to the Laser Everything studio right now from and Connecticut. That scares the hell out of me. Oh, it's going to be a good time, man. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> we're really excited. It's it's literally right around the corner. We've been waiting for this for a while, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some good stuff coming out. We're but, all looking uh, forward to that content. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Thank you so much for uh, taking some time to come on and hang out with us for a little bit. You bet. We'll do it again. Yeah, absolutely. See you, Kelly. Uh, thanks, guys. Yep. See you. We got a good comment here from Seaflood. It's been so good. I'm new here and have listened to all the podcast episodes on Spotify and have so appreciated all you guys cover and the positive attitude. Thanks to all to all you. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Uh, we love doing the show. It's so fun. I This is like the best thing ever. Um, and I've been really excited uh, and, you know, feeling blessed to uh, have Boyce on here, too. Boyce has been able to offer a lot of things to kind of notch things up to like the next podcast level because he does have like a background in, in that kind of production. So, um, you know, I, I love being able to have you on here, man. I'm really excited where, for where things are going in the future. Yeah. I mean, even just this viewer call in setup uh, has been so much fun to just like get to know. Like I just talked to Kelly, like I've seen Kelly's name right 1500 times in the last 90 days. You know what I mean? And I've never said hello to the man. And we just got right. to, we just got to like, chat and hang out and like that's that's so cool to me um i i really love that oh my god kyle's bringing his cat um <laughs> but yeah so uh you know i just i just love that we can uh spend some time with the the members of the community and and get to know them a little better well there's something else michael michael says here yeah i enjoy, I enjoy helping others when i can i've had so much help on here that i feel like helping others is worth it 100 percent. that's that's that um you know turnabout yeah. You get helped, you just are inspired to help others, just like yeah. you when you're new, whatever. And yeah. I think, did we talk about this uh, in the recession episode? When you help other people, that mm. is the best way to learn. That's the fastest way to learn. Because you, you teaching people. You, you teaching. Yeah, yep. or teaching. Yeah, helping, teaching yep. people is the best way to learn because you have to know it. And if you don't know it, you can't teach it. And by attempting to teach it, you like automatically are like making sure you know it and things click in so much faster. Mm -hmm. You learn so much faster when you're doing it while helping somebody else. Uh, you know, you don't. And I, I see this all the time, too. This is a, a laser everything. Uh, this is kind of laser everything trite at this point. But um, you don't have to be a, a laser god to offer right. help with lasers you just have to be a step or two ahead of the person you're trying to help uh and that's kind of like where where i feel like i fit in you know i'm not like some kind of like crazy laser genius engineer technologist whatever uh i'm just like two steps ahead of the people asking the questions um there's a lot that i don't know and we learn every day on the channel you know what i mean we mess stuff up all the time i say wrong stuff in episodes and then we have to publish updates or you know mm -hmm. redo cuts or, or things like that or like i've gotten through editing entire episodes and then somebody's like "Ooh, uh that's actually not right it's actually this and and you have to delete it or like edit it you know i that's how i learn mm -hmm. I learned that way and I know publishing the content is helping people. So I'm telling you guys, if you take the time, you're active, you participate in the community, especially the laser everything community, because it's so open and honest. 
um, you will learn faster. You absolutely will learn faster. Well, and you learn from making mistakes too. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. And you know, that's what it comes down to. Now, unfortunately, in some of the stuff we work with, it can cost you a little bit of money to make mistakes on materials, but there's also like, I'm going to go to, I'm literally going to go to a scrapyard and buy a bunch of pieces of iron and and sheet metal. That's just sitting there for a few bucks bring it home and start practicing my settings for like annealing or whatever. You can, uh, you mm-hmm. can make mistakes with lasers guys. Just don't make mistakes on your taxes and don't <laughs> blind yourselves. Yeah. Like this guys, I, I take knives out of my, <laughs> my right door. out of the kitchen, dude, right out of the kitchen. Just start burning. Um, yeah. Practice guys. Uh, we would love to hear what you think is the best laser engraving machine for beginners. If you have opinions on this, you can click the link down in the bottom of the video description to join us on the call. Uh, We'd love to chat with you. Just got to sign the release. It's right there next to the link to the video call. It takes two seconds. Uh, We'd love to have you on. So if you're interested in chatting, please do join us. Or hell, if you're on your cell phone, show us your laser. Just walk over, you know. True. Just be like, hey, check it out. Like James here just got a brand new K40 out of the box. Mm -hmm. Added air assist. Good to go. Nice. That's sick. Now I kind of want one. Yeah. He says, I have a learning, a learning knife block too. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, like I said, I'm, I'm coming from this, um, from a different perspective where I'm outside looking in now I'm inside looking out kind of, yeah. Uh, where I'm picking up so much so quickly that like the lingo, the name of the products and, you know, cause I've edited these, a lot of clips and listen to these podcasts several times. I'm actually picking up <laughs> more than an average viewer. Would well, I that's, too. I think that's the thing, right? Is you stepped into that teaching role and then it, things just start to click into place because it's, it's like, it's out of necessity, you yeah, know, yeah. like you, you need to know it. it, it mm-hmm. You just need to know it. And so things just start, the light bulbs just start coming on. Uh, and yeah. that's, and that's the, that's the fun part of it, man. But, yeah, so many good, so many good suggestions today too. I'm glad that we got to talk a little bit with some of the guests about diode lasers because we didn't really get to talk about them last episode. We kind of glossed over them a little bit in like a general sense, but um, I, and I also think last week's episode was really geared towards people that want to do this in a professional capacity. Uh, I don't want to scare people away from being a part of the Laser Everything community that are hobbyists. Uh, by any means, uh, there's no problem with being a hobbyist and you can have a very expensive hobby or you can have a very inexpensive hobby. We don't care. Uh, but you know, if you're out there and you don't know if you want to be a laser engraver or not, uh, pick up, pick up a, an AL one from Orter. They're, they're 200 bucks. Uh, you know, or if you, if you want to go hard and if you're a tankerer, pick up, pick up a K40. I mean, like, what's the worst thing? I can have you're out 400 bucks you know i've wasted more than that on like drones and shit you know <laughs> Ir- irresponsible purchasing uh decision making you know um when i was in my 20s i just like up oh, dji is a new drone dji is a new drone well, it's cheaper so, than a new iphone yeah it's totally cheaper than a new fi- iphone no yeah problem. and the iphone no problem the iphone isn't going to print money for you i mean mm-hmm. it could uh yeah. if you're into the right things but uh well, that's something I was going to say, too, because the last episode, you kind of just named off all these name brand ones and kind of what the uh, price ranges were. Yeah. So, I mean, you you don't have like you said, being a hobbyist, there's no like you can be the cool uncle or aunt that makes the really cool gifts for different reasons, like graduations, weddings. You just be That's the person true. that makes really cool shit 
And that might become something, but you don't have to go into it thinking, I'm going to do this just to make a profit. Yeah. You can do it to save money instead of yeah. paying someone else to customize a tumbler or to customize something, uh, make a, a sign for a kid's bedroom, whatever it might be, right? You can be that cool aunt or uncle or best friend or whatever it is, a coworker, you know, that you could buy a $200 laser and make $200 with the stuff you would have bought in about a year with a couple of seasons, literally just a couple of holidays. You're, you're yeah. kind of breaking even if you think about it that way too. Yeah. And I mean, that's the, that's the other thing about the laser industry right now too, that I think is scary for a lot of the people that do take this in a professional light uh, is that these lasers are the, are the democratization of the tech is happening mm -hmm. so rapidly at this point. Uh, laser printers for like an office are three times what the small diode lasers cost now. You know, mm. uh, I used to say that the fiber laser was becoming so popular. I could see in, in, you know, five years from now, maybe a decade from now, it's just like another tool that you have in your shop next to your drill press, you know? Um, okay. And it's, it's just, they're not quite there yet. Um, the, the, barrier to entry is still a little high on like the fiber uh uv kind of specialized end of things but we are we're seeing it with the co2 stuff we're seeing mm -hmm. it with the diodes uh and it's it's only gonna get the barrier to entry is only gonna get lower as time goes on it's not gonna go back up so um you know definitely uh definitely a good time to to try a new hobby and no uh, I don't think that the laser shops are going to go out of business because people still need to be Instagram models and Tesla <laughs> technicians and, uh, you know, McDonald's employees and, you know, whatever. I mean, like there's, you know, other mm -hmm. people just want to do like other jobs. Not everybody's going to want to do this. So um, even if I a good example, uh, I have pots and pans and knives in my kitchen and I have not cooked in five years. Uh, I still go to restaurants. So, you know, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, shout out to Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, if it weren't for her, I'd be like Mac D's like, you know, eight times a day. But, uh, you know, th that's what I'm saying. There's there's always going to be business out there. Um, yeah. Just always. So uh, I'm not worried about the industry disappearing, but it is interesting to see uh, things kind of that barrier to entry lowering. I think that what's going to happen is just kind of like, um, other businesses where you have to niche down even more specialized to become the best. Like you said before, you have to perfect something. Yeah. Say, I can do it better than anybody else. It's like sneakers and jeans, you know, like they all do the same thing. Yep. But some feel better, some look better, some have better marketing, just like totally. anything else where you have to get more niche, you know, yeah. um, to, to, to create your own little, I guess you say the piece of the pie in the local market or whatever it might be, you know. Having problems, he's finding Jay. Is okay, so he's saying he's in Canada, he or she. Uh, the two hmm. trees, interesting. Um, you know, two trees reached out to me and asked me to do a review, and I already had like five diodes sitting in the shop between me and Kyle that that needed reviews, so I actually turned them down. Uh, so hmm. I, haven't, I haven't looked on Amazon to see uh, what their availability is in the U.S., but um, I'm, I'm sure somebody could uh look i we could pull that i could pull it up really quick here uh amazon what was that model number oh here i'll bring it back up tts 55 so the tts 55 laser is in stock in the us for 279.99 
with free prime delivery by Monday, August 8th. So uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, that's that's very strange. I'm glad that you mentioned that you were in Canada because um, that I'm sure has a bearing on its uh, ability. Well, Stefan to- has a good question about lenses. Which lens should be a starter and which brands are trustworthy or are all of them? Um, I'm assuming, Stephen, that you're referring to fiber lenses. Um, so we can actually pull up the buying guide really quick because uh, that is something that I'm happy to show off uh, anytime that it's relevant. You going to share your screen? Yes, sir, I am. Gotcha. So we're going to go to lasereverything.net slash buying guide. And if we click lenses right here, uh, you'll see the full suite of lenses. So we've got uh, standard fiber lenses, OPEX. If your machine takes OPEX lenses, they are different. They are not the same thing. Uh, If you put a standard lens into an OPEX fitting, it's going to hit the mirror. So you need to make sure you get the right lens. And we have an entire video on the channel about how to tell the difference. Uh, So just type in standard uh, F theta versus OPEX lenses and you can find it. They do the same exact thing. They're they're not better or different. It's just the housing style, uh, how the spacer is worked into it. Uh, But we also have links to the uh, Gantry CO2, Galvo CO2 and Ultraviolet. My two big ones right now are uh, Cloud Ray, believe it or not, uh, though I'm still not super keen about their laser selling practices at the moment. Uh, they make good lenses. Uh, there's no getting around it, and they're super cheap. And I also love Wavetop Sign. This seller is way overlooked. Uh, so if we go ahead and open these up really quick, I'll just show you guys. Um, so Wavetop Sign has these for sale right now, 1064 nanometer. That's fiber, right? So we want to make sure we're getting a fiber. And then they've got all the sizes that you could want. Uh, 60 bucks right there. It's going to be 60 bucks, 30 uh, for shipping. So you're looking at 80 something out the door, 89, something like that. Um, so you can get a whole swath of lenses from Wavetop. Uh, the cloud ray prices are about the same. So if we take a look over here, these are free shipping. Um, and they're actually, so they're cheaper. They're on sale right now, 45% off. Uh, so if you need some lenses, guys, uh, hit up the, the buying guide. Uh, again, it's lasereverything.net slash buying guide. And pick up some uh, some F-data lenses from CloudRay because some of these deals are really good. Uh, 50 bucks shipped uh, for an F-data lens. Uh, not bad at all. And then, of course, you can pick them up on Amazon if you don't want to wait for it to come from China, though they are shipped air freight. So they're usually here Just in- a few days. Uh, yeah, it's like three days to like, I think mm-hmm. the worst lens shipment I ever had from AliExpress was like two weeks and DHL had like delays and stuff. Um, but yeah, you can pay more and pick it up on Amazon. If you want to pay for it pre-imported, uh, you're certainly able to do that. But uh, it's basically two for one if you pick it up off AliExpress right now. That's an awesome deal. I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we took a look at this now. How much How much is the 300? Uh, the 300 is 49.50. I'll say I got a 100 and a 200. Yeah, I, I still don't know how to change over the damn lens. I got to watch some of your videos. Yeah, the, I want to get a three hundred to do some of that wrapping stuff you did with the with the tumblers. You don't, you don't need the rotary yeah, device. Yeah, man, that uh, that cylinder correction is uh, is key for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so good deals on lenses right now. Well, May says I need to go look there. I need a new, a new tower. Yeah, uh, so hundred millimeter. I would actually buy the tower from. Again, the link in the in the buying guide. Let me just make sure laser because it's not off Amazon and it's not off AliExpress. Uh, it's directly from 
Cloud Ray, if I remember correctly. They are significantly cheaper. I actually don't think that I have it linked appropriately right now. They're they're linking to some random stuff. So those links are broken. I'll fix them after the stream. But you want to get them from Cloud Ray, like directly, not through Amazon, not through AliExpress, because they're three times as expensive when you buy them from those places. The towers, very specifically the towers. Well, Kelly says here, something to discuss, quartz lenses as fiber sources increase in power. Yeah, that's something that we see and hear all the time. Uh, and I have not had, I've never owned a machine uh, stronger than 60 watts. Uh, that's the 60 watt M7 that I have from SFX. That's the most powerful laser that I have. So I've not had a need to go up to quartz lenses. Um, I think the idea is that it's, it's a purity thing because when you get that much power behind the beam like you're actually going to start having that the pulse power to to mark glass like regular silica glass um so you need pure quartz in the glass to let the beam through without like marking i think i'm still researching it and that's why we don't have a video on it like i said Mm -hmm. earlier i'm not the master uh i'm just a couple steps ahead but i'm not that many steps ahead so uh kyle actually uh mr uh driving right now is uh is probably getting a hundred watt laser pretty soon for the channel um so that may be something that we do some research on before that comes out so that we can we can speak a little more to that but i believe again i believe it has to do with impurities in silica glass and the pulse power of 100 watt lasers right uh so that we're, we're not actually marking the glass that it's hitting um so that's something uh hmm. something to chew on but again more research is required. We can definitely touch base on that down the road. I have so much to learn. To learn. <laughs> it's unbelievable when I start hearing all this stuff. I'm like, holy shit. You know, it's quite the learning curve for someone to step in. Like for me, I, my first thing was a fiber. And that's that's a serious learning curve. Yeah. Um, but I think if I get this down, the mirror is going to be easy because of light burn. Oh, yeah. The, once, you, once you have uh, light burn for Galvo down, light burn for Gantry is a joke. Um a hundred percent yeah this yeah. just it's just light burn for galvo but like half of the stuff is irrelevant <laughs> uh so right it uh it's it's significantly easier and yeah you're absolutely right the fiber learning curve is like this <laughs> you know it's straight up spike uh but it's short it's a short curve so mm-hmm. it's really hard for a really short amount of time uh but once you're through it um, it's a lot easier to start learning and experimenting and having a better idea of what it is you're actually doing uh, instead of just, you know, blindly kind of flipping switches and hoping stuff works. Uh, so you well, that's why I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be slowing down on my other job um, on the weekends and start taking weekends off again to sit down and dedicate like eight hours to sit down and actually just play with the settings or just get a, get a system down to make certain things. Well, yeah. like I want to make a Zippo. I have a little bitty, I have a, a military theme I want to do on a little Zippo. I bought like 20 of these suckers. Yeah. And I'm trying to learn on kitchen knives. <laughs> totally. How to kneel properly. And then I got to, the hard part is honestly for me is the, um, the light burn, or I'm sorry, the, uh, the AI part where I take something big and you got to make it small, but still keep detail. And that's just from practice. Yeah. And playing with settings and trial and error, you know, and, uh, I need time to sit down and just hammer that out and just, you know, 
Yeah, and we, you know, we, uh, again, a, a laser everything-ism, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm. you, 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 you're going to get out of it the time that you put into it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you got to put some time in. You got to put some bench time in. I, uh, the, the laser everything parameter library gets you 80% of the way. Right. Still got to walk the last mile, man. Uh, you got to put some laser time in. You got to burn to learn. I said that once and everybody just like has latched onto that. They love oh, got to burn to learn. Um, but you do. Uh, you you got to burn to learn. It's accurate. Well, this kind of reminds me of what you and Kyle got going on here pretty soon. <laughs> what do you recommend for starter practice material so that you don't destroy something valuable? Uh, I, man, you can I go to Walmart. <laughs> And just start buying shit. Um, that's what I did. I, Miranda probably remembers. Miranda's hanging out in the chat here. When we first opened our shop, we went to Walmart and I filled a shopping cart with random shit. Like I, you would have thought that I was furnishing like a studio apartment. Um, <laughs> I, I just everything. I, if I had even the remote sense that something could be marked with a laser, I threw it in the cart. I found the cheapest one of that thing and I threw it in the cart. Uh, everything from knives to like silverware, like zinc, crappy plated silverware, mm -hmm. steel uh, knives. Like there's like, you know, the four dollar pocket knife bin at Walmart is a great way to get some uh, cheap steel in a realistic setting in a way you're actually going to work with it uh, professionally. Um, you know, just uh, plastics, a ton of different kind of plastics. Yeah, we went to, we hit the dollar store too. Uh, you know, lots of stuff. So um, that's th that worked for me. You know, uh, boys, you mentioned earlier, like the scrapyard. I mean, you can literally just like wander into a place like that and walk out with a 50 pound box for like 10 bucks. Well, honestly, um, I've been going to these little thrift stores and uh, Goodwill. Yeah, that's a good one. Salvation too. Army, all that yep. kind of stuff. I, I found like uh, it's an old pizza pan. Nice. Flip it over and there's a lot of space to work with. Boom, it's dude. Metal, you know, for like two dollars. Good to go. You know, yeah. take back some beer bottles. You're good to go. Yep. Killer. Oh, uh, May has a question. When I upgrade my tower, do I need to get a bigger base plate? You shouldn't. Um, but you will want to. So on the listing for the, the tower, they're going to have two dimensions for the spacing of the holes that the tower mounts down onto the base plate. And you just want to make sure that those distances are the same for the tower you're getting and the tower mm -hmm. that you have. Uh, because if they're not, and the, the cloudery ones are good, they're usually those breadboards, that base plate, uh, the breadboards are fairly universal and cross compatible. It's not typically a problem, but it's good to check before you drop 200 bucks or whatever on a tower. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely something you want to check out. But otherwise, no, everything else should be uh, totally fine. And Boba Fett, you know, Boba the Fett's, I keep saying that wrong. Uh, tumblers from the thrift store, trial and error. Yep. Lord knows I've. Uh... There's actually a couple places on Facebook too. There's Facebook groups where people are getting rid of stuff for cheap. Yeah. They have surplus, and they're like, "Okay, I'm down to my last ten. I'll get rid of all of them for twenty bucks." You know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But that's Facebook. You know, it's kind of like Craigslist for whatever. Um, but there's ways to find reputable people that have done it I before. Mean, you know, good, shit, good dude, feedback. fucking trash day. You know what I mean? Like drive around. People throw out wood all the time. There's like perfectly good wood. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it, that mm -hmm. doesn't cost anything. You can literally go on trash day and drive down the road and find just perfectly good, good wood, trash yeah. wood sitting out and just throw it in your car and drive back to your laser. And you've got wood. I mean, like you, you, you don't like even furniture. have to go to, you don't even have to go. Yeah. Furniture, like whatever. You don't even need Free to go to part. home Depot, dude. Like just, just fucking grab some trash. 
<laughs> and I'm serious. Burn, right? I'm serious. Burn to learn. That should be your next shirt, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, we need to yeah. update. You guys have probably none of you have probably ever been to the merch shop. Uh, we have a merch shop, and it's sick. You should check it out. There's a link on lasereverything.net. Um, but we need to update. I've had the same stuff up there since like day one of the channel. So maybe mm. we do. If I do a burn to learn shirt, it's gonna be so cheesy and dumb. I'm gonna make it like pink and like rainbow, like well, burn to learn. Like it's gonna be ri- like ridiculously extra. You got to do it like the old '80s versions, man. Like yeah, everything. Yeah, like, yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> because I hate that phrase. I don't. I don't like it. I don't know why. Just the laser everything community was just like, "This is ours now," uh, and they just took it over and told me that you know that was happening, and I I have no option but to accept it. So if it's you guys catchy. are gonna if you guys are gonna keep saying it, then I'm gonna put it on a t-shirt. It's catchy. Okay, who we got here? We got Darren's in the house. I think his camera's not on though. So what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I just upgraded to the uh, from CloudRay the other day when you posted the uh, the Amazon buys. Mm, yeah, uh, it's like the Prime Day. Yeah, Prime Day. That's the one. Yep. Uh, so I upgraded to a, a fifty watt. Uh, I had the twenty watt. Oh, look at that thing! Here, let's do it's, something. Let's make uh, it easier on him. Thank Bam. you. Which this gantry folds down and this folds up, it all packs away and you can take it to a show real easy. Awesome. Or, like I go out to the flea market. Uh, I got my little uh, enclosed trailer I take out. Thanks. And, uh, this is the oh, new 50 watt. Awesome. With the, the base and everything instead of all in one. Nice. And it's uh, stickered up and ready to go. Ready to rock and roll? Yeah, yeah. They sent some uh, some stickers with it. I figured I'd toss one there. Cool. So, uh, what was your first laser of fiber? No, it was actually a forty k because I didn't understand when I first got into the lasers that not any laser marks metal, and that's what I was trying to do. But yeah, this fifty k is my my third laser, uh, my third fiber since getting my first one. Uh, Thank- I don't know if you heard my answer a while ago, but it was about a year after right. hmm. uh, able to save up some money and get my first one. So I was, Since I then, was asking, um, do you do you have you found uses for your K40? Like, do you still use it or does it just collect dust now that you've got the fibers? Uh, it somewhat collects dust. Uh, occasionally I'll make like a puzzle or uh, jewelry box, mm-hmm. uh, tumblers for the most part. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool, hey, man. It's got its cool. purpose. <laughs> right. It does. Yep. Every once in a while, you just got to do something that the fiber can't do. It's it's rare, but, uh, you know, it, it it definitely comes up. You know, those organics are tough on the fiber for anybody who's tried to do them on, uh, you know, wood marking with fiber lasers. Uh, it's, it's, right. not, it's a campfire, man. It's, it's a hard time for sure. So, <laughs> now the, uh, I had to replace my, first 40k about a year and a half two years after i I got it yeah uh the bulb went in it um yep those tubes man they're uh they're kind of like generic random tubes that you get with them for sure so uh not surprising Mm -hmm. uh the i've had an issue with my my rotary on this uh 50 
Uh, every time I, I go to tell it to outline for a mark, it marks, or not marks, but it starts outlining like right in, on the very edge of the marking field. Mm, are you and, on... Um... Are you on Lightburn or are you using EasyCAD? Yeah, Lightburn. You're on Lightburn? That is... Uh, oh, I think I saw... I think I said... Did you post that on the um, LMA or Discord or something? And it was like yeah. shooting way off, like way, way off over to the side. Yeah, I, I don't know if I posted it, but it, that's the problem I'm having. Yeah, I saw somebody else with that issue too, and I, I think it's a Lightburn bug. I've been meaning to talk to Jason mm -hmm. about it. It's bizarre. If you saw this voice, you would like, you'd be like, whoa! Like it's not even on the Tumblr. Like it's like way no, out yeah, of field. It's like way out of field. Uh, super super weird. Yeah, that's something we're that's something we're looking into. My son's over here trying to. For sure. <laughs> hey. <-o. laughs> Well, um, I'm I'm glad that you got to uh, to make some time to to get in here before we wrapped up because we're literally just hitting sixty minutes right now, so we're ready to close out. But uh, thanks for coming on, dude, and sharing your experience yeah, with thanks us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. We'll see you next time. Yeah, next time. And that's an hour, man. Perfect. An hour in, an hour out. Uh, we're good to go. No LMA bonus episode today because uh, we're in a zapped, but we will be back with bonus episodes next week after Tuesday's episode topic TBA. Uh, it probably won't be quartz lenses, but that will be a topic at some point in the future. That's I'm ex I'm jealous of Kyle a little bit. Not that I need another laser or have space for another laser, but uh, I'm also kind of afraid for him. Like it's 100 watts is like that's like a lot of. It's a lot of Iron dude. Man shit right there, ain't it? The, the, six, the 60 watt M7 is like is like really strong. So I the 100 watts is almost twice that, you know? Well, with 100 watt, could he pretty much... Does that mean you have the power to like cut thicker sheets of metal? Dude, with 100 watts, I feel like you could cut the Empire State Building in half. I don't... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Jesus. Yeah. But, um, anyway, guys... That's all I've got for this one. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you're here live, uh, we appreciate you guys swinging by, spending the time. If you were one of our guests tonight, thank you so much for uh, taking a chance and coming on to, to hang out and talk with us. It was really, really great to talk to you guys. I love getting to know the members of the community, and uh, this is absolutely the best way to do it. So uh, if you missed your chance, if you just couldn't do it, we will be doing Laser Source Zapped every Thursday. So next Thursday, we'll have guests back on and we'll be able to do this again. Uh, links to our Discord and Facebook group, the best place to learn about lasers without being judged. You can ask anything you want, uh, absolutely free down in the description, right next to the link to the Laser Master Academy, the number one place to support everything laser everything. Uh, it's the best way to support the channel. It's the best way to support its content creators and the people that work behind the scenes. We actually have like staff now. We have people mm -hmm. whose job it is to like put this shit on. Um, and so, you know, you're supporting me, you're supporting them, uh, you're supporting the help that we are able to give to the community and the, the community itself. So you guys can keep helping each other in these, uh, in these spaces. So thank you so much to all of our Laser Master Academy members who made this episode possible. And, uh, oh yeah, if you're, uh, if you end up, you know, not you live guys, cause you, you live guys are cool. You're actually here live. But if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts and a lot of you are, 
leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And only Spotify. Takes a, it only takes a couple seconds. Does Spotify have reviews too? Yeah, I don't know. Do, I don't know. Uh, but if you're on Spotify, you know, whatever, if they have that. Uh, but definitely Apple Podcasts really, mm-hmm. really helps uh, big time with discovery. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, thanks for taking a couple seconds to do that. Smash the like button. Do all the other stuff. That's it. I'm done talking. We're out of here. Thanks for hanging out, boys. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Burn to learn. <laughs>